Good morning, I'm Jaka. This is Daily Office, particularly Morning Prayer, Rite 2. We're going to start on page 78. I apologize for not being with you all yesterday. I didn't get through Morning Prayer before it was time to run out the door. So um, I didn't post a half-finished Daily Office. But thanks for your grace as I balance everything in my life as you do yours. Thus says the high and lofty one who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy. I dwell in the high and holy place, and also with the one who has a contrite and humble spirit, to revive the spirit of the humble, and to revive the heart of the contrite. Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, to set forth his praise, to hear his holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation. And so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship him, let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins, that we may obtain forgiveness by his infinite goodness and mercy. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart, we have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness and by the power of the Holy Spirit keep us in eternal life. Amen. Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. The earth is the Lord's, for he made it. Come, let us adore him. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are the caverns of the earth, and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Oh, that today you would hearken to his voice, the earth is the Lord's, for he made it. Come, let us adore him. Our psalm this morning is Psalm 72. Give the king your justice, O God, and your righteousness to a king's son. May he judge your people with righteousness and your poor with justice. May the mountains yield prosperity for the people and the hills in righteousness. May he defend the cause of the poor of the people. Give deliverance to the needy and crush the oppressor. May he live while the sun endures and as long as the moon throughout all generations. May he be like rain that falls on the mown grass 
like showers that water the earth. In his days may righteousness flourish and peace abound until the moon is no more. May he have dominion from sea to sea and from the river to the ends of the earth. May his foes bow down before him and his enemies lick the dust. May the kings of Tarshish and of the isles render him tribute. May the kings of Sheba and Seba bring gifts. May all kings fall down before him. All nations give him service. For he delivers the needy when they call, the poor and those who have no helper. He has pity on the weak and the needy. He saves the lives of the needy. From oppression and violence he redeems their life, and precious is their blood in his sight. Long may he live. May gold of Sheba be given to him. May prayer be made for him continually, and blessings invoked for him all day long. May there be abundance of grain in the land. May it wave on the tops of the mountains. May its fruits be like Lebanon, and may people blossom in the cities like the grass of the field. May his name endure forever, his fame continue as long as the sun. May all nations be blessed in him, may they pronounce him happy. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who alone does wondrous things. Blessed be his glorious name forever. May his glory fill the whole earth. Amen and amen. The prayers of David, son of Jesse, are ended. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Our Old Testament reading is a reading from Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verses 11 through 18. Again I saw that under the sun the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong nor bread to the wise, nor riches to the intelligent, nor favor to the skillful, but time and chance happen to them all. For no one can anticipate the time of disaster. Like fish taken in a cruel net, and like birds caught in a snare, so mortals are snared at a time of calamity, when it suddenly falls upon them. I have also seen this example of wisdom under the sun, and it seemed great to me. There was a little city with few people in it, a great king came against it and besieged it, building great siege works against it. Now there was found in it a poor wise man, and he by his wisdom delivered the city. Yet no one remembered that poor man. So I said, Wisdom is better than might, yet the poor man's wisdom is despised, and his words are not heeded. The quiet words of the wise are more to be heeded than the shouting of a ruler among fools. Wisdom is better than weapons of war but one bungler destroys much good. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We continue with Canticle 11 on page 87. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has dawned upon you. For behold, darkness covers the land, deep gloom enshrouds the peoples. But over you the Lord will rise, and his glory will appear upon you. 
Nations will stream to your light and kings to the brightness of your dawning. Your gates will always be open. By day or night, they will never be shut. They will call you the city of the Lord, the Zion of the Holy One of Israel. Violence will no more be heard in your land, ruin or destruction within your borders. You will call your walls salvation and all your portals praise. The sun will no more be your light by day. By night, you will not need the brightness of the moon. The Lord will be your everlasting light and your God will be your glory. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Our New Testament reading is from Galatians chapter 5, verses 16 through 24. Live by the Spirit, I say, and do not gratify the desires of the flesh. For what the flesh desires is opposed to the Spirit, and what the Spirit desires is opposed to the flesh. For these are opposed to each other, to prevent you from doing what you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not subject to the law. Now the works of the flesh are obvious. Fornication, impurity, licentiousness, idolatry, sorcery, enmities, strife, jealousy, anger, quarrels, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, carousing, and things like these. I am warning you, as I warned you before, those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. By contrast, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against such things. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also be guided by the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, competing against one another, envying one another. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Canticle 16 on page 92. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen.
The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, as according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Matthew chapter 16, verses 1 through 12. The Pharisees and Sadducees came, and to test Jesus they asked him to show them a sign from heaven. He answered them, When it is evening, you say, It will be fair weather, for the sky is red. And in the morning, it will be stormy today, for the sky is red and threatening. You know how to interpret the appearance of the sky, but you cannot interpret the signs of the times. An evil and adulterous generation asks for a sign, but no sign will be given to it except the sign of Jonah. Then he left them and went away. When the disciples reached the other side, they had forgotten to bring any bread. Jesus said to them, Watch out, and beware, the ye beware of the yeast of the Pharisees and Sadducees. They said to one another, It is because we have brought no bread. And becoming aware of it, Jesus said, You have little faith. Why are you talking about having no bread? Do you still not perceive? Do you not remember the five loaves for the five thousand, and how many baskets you gathered? Or the seven loaves for the four thousand, and how many baskets you gathered? How could you fail to perceive that I was not speaking about bread? Beware of the yeast of the Pharisees and Sadducees. Then they understood that he had not told them to beware the yeast of bread, but of the teaching of the Pharisees and Sadducees. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Let us continue by saying together the Apostles' Creed on page 96. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. We will use suffragist set A on page 97. I will read and you will respond which will sound a little bit odd unless you really do respond on your end of this. Thank you. Show us your mercy, O Lord. Clothe your ministers with righteousness. Give peace, O Lord, in all the world. Lord, keep this nation under your care. 
Let your way be known upon earth. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten. Create in us clean hearts, O God. O God, the King Eternal, whose light divides the day from the night and turns the shadow of death into the morning, drive far from us all wrong desires. Incline our hearts to keep your law and guide our feet into the way of peace, that having done your will with cheerfulness during the day, we may, when night comes, rejoice to give you thanks. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, you have made of one blood all the peoples of the earth and sent your blessed Son to preach peace to those who are far off and to those who are near. Grant that people everywhere may seek after you and find you. Bring the nations into your fold. Pour out your Spirit upon all flesh and hasten the coming of your kingdom. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Now is the time when we pause to say personal prayers. And I have also um, just a couple of thoughts on our readings today. So firstly, in our I think our reading from Galatians is intensely important to us um, in for we as countries and nations and groups of believers and whatever faction you consider yourself a part of, um, or perhaps that sounds too harsh, whatever group you consider yourselves a part of, we are intensely divided from each other. And I think Galatians 5, 16 through um, 26, yes, it does say some things about spirit versus flesh, and we're not going to get into that today. But I believe that there is also another message that is timely and tremendous for us right now. And just to kind of reiterate it, um, one of those works of the flesh that's talked about is factions, quarrels, angers, dissensions. And he goes on in 25 and 26, verses 25 and 26. If we live by the Spirit, let us also be guided by the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, competing against one another, envying one another. I think this is a message for our time. It's a message that we need to come together. We are so busy pulling each other apart and pulling each other down, trying to argue each other into believing what we believe to be right. Nobody ever argued anybody. Well, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> there persuasive arguments, I guess what I'm trying to say is a persuasive argument can change a mind, but nobody ever argued somebody into changing their heart. And what we're called to do as Christians is not argue each other into belief, but to love each other into healing. And, and I could go on on my soapbox, but I won't. Um, and then the other thing that I wanted to say is in Matthew, um, our gospel reading for today, uh, I think there's an important message there too. And it's related to something a dear friend of mine said to me lately um, when we were talking about how to tell that someone's been transformed. And this could be yourself or it could be somebody else too. 
And one of the really important things that we talked about is the fruit that you see um, in that person's life. And, and that's a subject for another time. But another thing was, who is that person? Who are we letting speak into our lives? And when Jesus talks here about bewaring the yeast of the Pharisees and Sadducees, we have to filter with the filter of the Holy Spirit, I believe, the messages that we receive into our hearts and act out in our lives. And that is not to say that we should not trust the teaching of the leaders of our community, that we should just blanketly mistrust everyone. But it is to say that we should filter, we should sort, we should hold it up to the light with the capital L, the light of God. And and make sure that we really want to see blossom and bloom in our lives those things that we are planting in our hearts. Something that used to bother me um, was when I had come across a teacher that... I, taught just wonderful Bible studies, but couple beliefs I just could not swallow. You guys know me pretty well. Well, some of you do. And if you don't, I guess you're about to, but I, there, I have some causes. Everybody's got their causes, right? And some of my causes are, are social justice type things, right? Equality for all, no matter who you're married to or, um, what gender you are, what body parts you have, what color your skin is, any of that kind of stuff. And so I had this beloved Bible study teacher that I just loved the teachings for the most part, um, but then heard a message that the same teacher preached on, which was against homosexuality and, and homosexuals in the church. And I just couldn't swallow that, right? So same friend I was telling you about earlier with the speak into your lives bit has another saying that I really like, um, eat the meat and spit out the bones, right? So I didn't have to throw away everything that that teacher taught, I could spit out that one bone, so to speak. So that was an important lesson for me too. One more thing from Matthew, and um, then we'll all pause and say our personal prayers. The other thing from Matthew um, is that he, it's important not to miss here, he says, how many baskets you gathered. So it wasn't just that he provided food for that meal, when they gathered up the leftovers after those miracle meals is how I think of them, they had more leftovers than they had food to start with. And it doesn't say that they threw them away. They gathered them. And a same friend of mine, actually, I guess, I guess she's really preaching this <laughs> through me, but same friend talked to me about God not leaving anything left over. You know, if you're afraid that something that you've done or, or strived for, or even a mistake that you made is, is going to waste, like I was tempted to think this last um, year, man, what a wasted couple years of my life, you know, um, 16 and 17, man, I spent two full years just trying to recover from the mistakes I made. God doesn't waste it. Nothing is wasted in God's economy is another way I've heard it said. He he gathers it all up and he uses it and somebody will be fed with it. 
if you just give it to him. Okay, that's all I've got to say on that. Now we're all going to pause and we'll come back after our personal prayers. Thanks. Um, oh, one more thing. I'm sorry. If you are looking for prayers and having a hard time finding your own words, in your book of common prayer, there are some really beautiful suggestions. And a lot of times I find them good inspiration and in jumping off places. I start praying one of these and I end up in this long conversation with the Lord. And so prayers and thanksgivings start on page 810 of your book of common prayer. And they're a great starting place. Okay. We really are going to go pray now. Thanks. All right. We continue with the general thanksgiving on page 101. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we your, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life. But above all, for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory, and, we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you, and you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to him from generation to generation in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Live without fear. Your creator has made you holy, has always protected you, and loves you as a mother loves her children. Go in peace to follow the good road, and may God's blessing be with you always. Amen. Amen.